1: are listening to Linux in the Ham Shack. LHS is a podcast about Linux, open source, and amateur radio for everyone. Now, here are your hosts: Russ K5TUX, Cheryl W5MOO, and Bill NE4RD.
2: Well, hello everybody, and welcome. You have tuned in to episode number four hundred and seventy of Linux in the Ham Shack. This is our Weekender edition. It's the 92nd edition of The Weekender, so thanks for joining us for our dive into, well, random topics as we do now. So we'll find out what that topic is in a minute, and then we get on into the hedonism, where we talk about food and music and movies and whiskey and all the things that make life worth living. So let's get... you know let's get to it here we want to find out what topic we're going to be discussing for the next 15 or 20 minutes but before we do that let's introduce ourselves i'm russ k5 tux
0: i'm Sterl, w5 moo
2: and i'm bill any All all right so folks who listened to the last weekender will notice that there was no actual spinning wheel sound <laughs> uh because the way this gets recorded that doesn't get played back to the other people who are in the uh you know the hosts, in other words, don't hear it. The people in the stream heard it, and I didn't bother to stick it back in afterwards. I will do that this time. So I've got I've got our wheel of topics, and uh, oh, I forgot to say we are the most terrific amateur radio podcast on the internet. I, I don't want to forget that because we definitely are. Yes. So let me go ahead to the the wheel. I've got all the topics in here, and what I'm going to do is the same thing I did the last time. I'm going to click shuffle five times. There's one. There's two. Three four and five and then the people in the chat will hear this spinning and you will too because i'm going to put it in and post so here we go for everybody who's listening live here's the wheel spin it's slowing down and it's landing on favorite adult beverages (laughs) rather appropriate for the weekender so this is just going to be a long talk about booze. <laughs> the whole gonna episode basically out. is just going to be food, and uh, Cheryl's going to throw in or booze, and Cheryl's going to throw in some food in the middle. Yeah, just just so we all don't like throw up from all the booze. <laughs> you gotta have something to soak it all in. So, wow. we should
3: like we should throw like a, a ham radio spin on it. So like favorite booze to drink while sending Morse code or while doing FT8. <laughs> <laughs> while
2: doing ft8 okay well basically in in my world any booze that i would drink normally I would drink while sending ft so. Oh, well, okay.
3: Well, at least we've covered an amateur radio topic here. <laughs> yeah,
0: there
2: you go. Well, this doesn't necessarily have to be about amateur radio. I mean, that's the whole idea is to have some stuff that is and some stuff that isn't. So, I oh, no, I just had to sneak it in though. Just oh, to I see. Right. Stay in with everything. To keep relevant, yes, I yes, get it. Yes. <laughs> All right,
3: okay, so great. this is our, somebody's first episode here. <laughs> it's like, no, we really do talk about amateur radio stuff occasionally. <laughs>
2: Well, I mean, every other episode is about amateur radio, so I mean we For could sure. skip one here and there okay. but yes it did it did honestly land on favorite adult beverages. I guess I could do a like a screen share next time just so we're you' not know, <laughs> no, I'm not lying about this because I just happen to want to talk about whiskey, but <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, actually, why don't we do this by category? Let's do it by like beer, wine, hard liquor, and cocktails that way we Ooh. can. That way, we can have some different opinions about our favorites. So let's start. Let's start with the weakest of them, beer. (laughs) So, so we'll start with uh, Cheryl, and I know she's not going to have a lot of input on this. But what is your favorite beer?
0: (laughs) The pecan porter from
2: oh, from the Big uh, Texan.
0: Big Texan in Amarillo, Texas. Although the the Hershey Yingling is a close second.
2: See, I wouldn't I like the the Hershey Yingling, but I wouldn't even put it close to the pecan porter. I mean, well, that's...
0: compared compared to the other beers that you've had me try, yeah.
2: Well, of course you've Th- only had like only... six beers, so No, I've <laughs> had
0: a lot more beer than that. I've just said, "Oh god, I can't do that." And, you know, Although there was, you had like a pumpkin porter or something?
2: Oh, a pumpkin spice porter, yeah.
0: Yeah, that one was pretty good, so...
2: It was pretty good, but I don't remember who made it, so that's a a bit unfortunate. But I think I'm going to have to sort of be kind of boring here and say that I think the Big Texans Pecan Porter is also still my favorite, so uh that's that's where i'm gonna have to go but i, I tend toward order the, the dark sweeter beers for sure um bill on the other hand is going to have a totally different take on this so <laughs> gee a favorite
3: beer yeah favorite oh. like that's that's you know your favorite thing the best my, beer you've ever had my well, favorite kind of beer is free beer well,
0: um. oh and by the way
2: people in the chat can certainly participate in this so if you want to give us your your favorite beer by all means we'd love to hear what the what they are
0: you know the mm. thing is the free beer thing comes with the whole uh linux thing so
3: yeah, yeah. well that's free true it is is free, beer. That's what as I like, in beer right? yes <laughs> yeah. in um, our case
2: it's free as in pecan porter and in bill's case it's free as in <laughs> um oh man Come on, the best beer you, you've had one that's
3: blown your socks off. You know you have. So, well, I mean, I would have to say, well, I mean, I would be boring and say Guinness, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's only because it it is really like you know one of my absolute favorites. But uh, I do, I do like uh, Elysian Space Dust. I I really think it's uh it's probably about the best IPA on the market, hands oh. down. All right, very good. You said left hand. Left hand, yeah. hands down. Oh, left. No, no. It's a uh, lesion. That one is a oh, lesion. A lesion. Okay. Yeah, a lesion. A Ely- le lesion. Something Ely- like that. A lesion. Where does that come called? from? Um.
2: Uh, so- somewhere. It comes from Coastal. a brewery. Yeah.
3: Face, <laughs> dust IPA. Let me that real quick. I'm gonna mess it all up. Okay. So it's lesion Brewing, and it is out of um somewhere. <laughs> <It's>, uh,
2: the <laughs> google is failing you so.
3: <laughs> yeah oh, let's see it's, uh, more details
2: <laughs> well uh, while you're d- fumbling about for that in the chat steve says he will always get left hand nitro
3: milk stout that's pretty good i like that one too but i wouldn't say it's a favorite but it is a really good stout for sure yeah space dust is out of um yeah Elysian, Elysian brewing from uh, seattle so they're in seattle washington
2: Ah, uh, very good. A, a close second for me would be um, Mother's Brewery uh, Chocolate Thunder, which is a uh, stout here, uh, local. So, but I haven't had that in quite a while.
0: Well, you also need to add that the chocolate from it is also local.
2: Uh, that's right, Made the
0: Askenosi Chocolate Company. So,
2: yeah, I know we've talked about it before so yeah. tank seven boulevard. tank seven from boulevard now boulevard is an interesting choice uh they're out of kansas city so <laughs> it's a local brewery uh, oh, we, I,
3: I thought it had to be something more Obtanium, you know <laughs> no, no no
2: no boulevard is is definitely obtanium. i don't know about tank seven i don't know how
0: yeah, widely that's distributed in but, new york so
2: but okay well that's that's a good run at beer so the next thing would be wine so we we're not as uh spoken bespoke about wine here in this house as uh, other things so i'm going to let bill take the lead on this one you must you must have a favorite wine
3: uh favorite wine oh my lord <laughs> um gee no just kidding uh you could you here- could limit it to a category if you can't nail a oh i'd say right now like my favorite my favorite wine that i would go out and Buy uh, would probably be uh, the Nineteen Crimes Cali Red with uh, Snoop Dogg on the label, just because it's really a it's really a nice classic red blend wine, and uh, it, it tastes it tastes marvelous for the price. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's all I could say. It's it's a really good red wine for the price. I've and, actually heard uh,
0: several people say that.
3: Yeah, so. it's it's surprising. Yeah, no. Uh, um, I mean, there's a way, there's like a million wines. Gosh, I, yeah, I know. I love, I love all kinds of reds, you know, cabs and stuff like that. Um, um, most of the, my, most of my favorite wines that I've had in my life, I have absolutely no idea what's on the bottle because it was like two or three bottles in. It's like, wow, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it ch- was in Italy and probably is not even available. Right. There, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in the
2: chat, Steve K7HBT says, uh, he likes Malbecs. Yeah, Malbecs are good. Yeah, Ed likes Apothic Inferno. I think I've had that one. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Russell's not a big fan of apothic wines.
2: Oh, and Darren is very specific. A twenty nineteen Water Dancer Cabernet Merlot.
3: (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) He says he bought
2: three cases of it.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Seven dollars a bottle. That's funny.
2: Um I'm I'm gonna have to because I don't have as much experience with wine, I'm gonna limit my category to, or mine to a category. Um I really I really like um Moscato's because I like sweeter wines, but that's really not my favorite kind of wine. My favorite kind of wine is Riesling. Anything Riesling, I will drink, you know, whatever. You you put it in front of me and tell me it's a Riesling, I'll drink it. <laughs> We'll give him so, a diverse
3: diviner and he can have that too, right?
0: No, a a
2: diviner is also very good too. Yes, yes yeah. but <laughs> but yeah, anything anything from the sort of Rhine Valley of of Germany is is good. So, all right, Cheryl, what's what's on your top?
0: Uh, well, I'm going to be I'm going to be specific because I think my absolute favorite wine is probably the Moscato from Jowler Creek in Platte City, Missouri, but I do really like their butterfly blush too. And I know you don't.
2: It it's so, growing on me, but yeah. Is it? Yep. But but even so, I just I like Rieslings because they're on the sweet side, but they're not as sweet as the Moscato's and stuff. They have more body to them. And uh, I mean, I definitely prefer whites. So, but yeah yeah <laughs>
0: well he the thing is like <laughs> Jeller creek has a what they call red cock which is their sweet red it literally tastes like drinking a glass of smucker's grape jelly
2: yeah because it's conquered <laughs> grapes so it's
0: conquered grapes yeah but yeah. and russ does like that so but you also like their harvest red right
2: I do. I, I mean, I like a lot. Of, I like a lot of the stuff that comes out of Jarler Creek, and I like a lot of other wine. I just this—we're supposed to be doing our top picks, and that's right. yeah. You know, so I couldn't name a specific Riesling that I would say is my favorite because, like Bill, it's just like you know, I've, I've had lots of Rieslings and I like them all. So <laughs>
3: <laughs> they're pretty reliable. They're, there's there's not a lot of variation in them for sure. I mean, I've had I don't know probably like twenty different kinds of Riesling brands of Rieslings or whatever, and they're pretty much all the same. I mean, at least to my palate. Probably. Yeah.
2: Yep. All right. So we're now we're on to hard liquor. So do we want to break up hard liquor into like the major categories or just go with hard liquor?
3: Uh, I think you go with hard liquor and then mixed a drink. And I think that, that'll wrap that'll it up. That'll cover
2: it. All right. Yeah. So let's just do your favorite hard liquor. This is straight, not as a cocktail, just favorite hard liquor. So we can let uh, Cheryl start with this one.
0: Wow. I have to pick between vodka and rum.
2: Well, yeah. If you can be even more specific, that'd be good.
0: <laughs> um, I, I I really like the uh, the rum that we got in Texas from Dripping Springs, and I don't even remember the name of it. Oh,
2: it's was called 1876,
0: and that was vodka. Oh, sorry, I said rum, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, vodka from you know 1876. What was the name of the company?
2: Uh, dripping springs uh wine or dripping springs that was the name of the company it was dripping springs dripping something
0: springs okay
2: it was in dripping springs but it's also the name of the company
0: yeah dri- dripping springs vodka so yeah that's
2: a so yeah the 1876 i also really like that one too um but that's a vodka and of course my top hard liquor is not going to be vodka it's going to be whiskey <laughs> so and um To this day, it remains the same. It's since the first day I had it till now, it has not changed. My favorite hard liquor is Old Forester 1920 Prohibition style whiskey. So no surprise there. I've said it many times on the show. And uh, when something changes, (laughs) then I'll let you know. (laughs) When when the thing, whatever thing comes along that's better than that is going to be amazing. So, all right, Bill, what's your, uh, what's your go-to hard liquor?
3: Um yeah. It would have to be Eagle Rare. <laughs> the ten year Eagle Rare, obviously. Not the ten year Eagle Rare, yes. It's yeah. Not I, not I Weller. Like not Weller. I like Weller too, but I think I like the Eagle Rare more. Okay. So if I were to pick between the two, yeah, that's probably what I would go with. All
2: right, Eagle Rare ten year. Excellent. And let's see in the chat room we have a mention of whippersnapper wheat whiskey. That looks like An empty bottle. So yeah, Australian whiskey (laughs) from Darren. Uh, and then Steve says he's a gin guy. Nothing fancy. Usually beef eaters. Yeah. He likes martinis and Negronis. We'll get, we'll get to cocktails in a second, but, uh, yeah, beef eater gin. I'm not a big fan of London dry gins. I like some, some other kinds of gin, especially the ones that are sort of crafty and stuff, but yeah, definitely way down the list on my hard liquor favorites.
0: (laughs) Yeah, the uh, the lavender gin at Treaty Oak in Austin was good. So. Yes.
2: Yes, that was very good. Very different. Very unusual yes, and very, very
0: good. Yeah, very, very different and unusual. Yeah. It had a very um I don't it had like a sweet flowery but it also had kind of a lemon thing to it as well. Me. So Yeah. I, I am not a fan of gin. So yeah, yeah, I was I was kind of impressed that I actually liked that one. So
2: all right, very good. So now we've come to our last category, and our last category is cocktails. So what is our favorite cocktail? Bill, you want to go first with your favorite cocktail? <laughs> I, I have a guess. You want, you want to guess what your favorite cocktail is? Sure. Tequila Sunrise.
3: Uh, you know, I was trying to decide myself. I was, I was like, man, you know, back in the day, you know, we talk about that topic again. <laughs> it was the melon ball.
1: That was my oh
2: yes, yeah. so I used to love uh <laughs> Pearl harbors too,
3: yeah, and you know a tequila sunrise yeah that's that's definitely a favorite and an old fashioned of course um jeez <clears throat> yeah um yeah, all the above <laughs> <laughs> okay those three are my favorite absolutely <laughs> if you had to
2: pick one of those, which one would it be
3: probably be an old fashioned yeah old fashioned
2: yeah yeah uh back to spirits for a second. Steve K7HBT said Balvanny Doublewood, which is a really great choice. That's a fantastic scotch. So I, I like that one too. Not near my top, but very good. And then for cocktails, Ed says gin and club soda. So that's a that's a refresher, a basic refresher type cocktail. So Bill said old fashioned, so that's very good. Steve also says old fashioned. Cheryl, what, what would you say your favorite cocktail is? Favorite cocktail of every kind of cocktail.
0: Strawberry Kuiperina.
2: Oh, strawberry caiapina. uh, yeah, that's good. I. You know what? If I had tried to guess yours, I'd have been way off. <laughs> what would
0: you? What would you think? mine? I
2: would have been? said the like the tiramisu martini.
0: Oh well, no, that is really good.
2: <laughs> so, if you had to, but pick but also between those. for
0: hard liquor, I like Lafroy too. So.
2: Yeah, but you didn't say it was your favorite.
0: No, well. <laughs> I I have favorites in each category, but yeah.
2: Well, right, but so, you're we're yeah. having to round out to the yeah, number one, I know. so.
0: I know. <laughs> uh between the two, um I don't know. I probably probably the strawberry cuz it's not quite as heavy and not quite as sweet. Cuz that cherry martini is sweet. Yeah, yeah. But,
2: so All right. Well, I'm curious to to know if Cheryl I, I drink a lot of different cocktails, but I have one that is always my favorite. And when I can find a place that does a good one, I always go for it. So you I'm trying You really
0: to, want me to answer this question? No.
2: I want to see if you have a clue.
0: Mai Tai. Oh, okay. You know. Duh. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> I, I Were you like... not
0: carrying two of them around at Cheesecake Factory that No, night? I had a Mai Tai. No, I had a Mai Tai in else. Long
2: Island. Oh, gosh. Gotcha. Yeah, Long Island. Because it was on sale. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, of any cocktail in the whole world that I've ever tried, yeah, my favorite absolutely is the Mai Tai. You know, if someone makes a good Mai Tai, best thing ever. So Steve says he likes gin and tonic, uh, KJ5T, Steve. And then the other Steve says Jack and Ginger. Yeah, Jack and Ginger's good. Yeah, lots of good stuff there. All right. Well, is that it? I guess that's it. (laughs) Now we get to talk more about booze and stuff. (laughs) <laughs> more specifically <right>? more specifically <laughs> yeah. yes yeah we're gonna narrow it down just a little bit but before we uh before we get back into the liquor let's go ahead and uh, put something in our stomachs <laughs> to uh to soak up all this booze we've been talking about and let cheryl head on into the recipe corner and of course after the recipe corner we're just we're just going straight into to liquor again, so, man, yeah. so. all right so what do we got for food
0: uh, this time, I'm going to share my recipe for Magic Dough. Uh, this is a two-ingredient dough, which was made famous by Weight Watchers years ago. Um, super versatile. You can use it for pizza, crust, bagels, naan, soft pretzels, cinnamon rolls, whatever you want to use it for. Uh, it goes together super quick, has endless possibilities. We had it last week, I think it was, for a barbecue chicken pizza. And I got two thumbs up from Russ because he was too busy eating to actually talk. Um, and in the show notes, there will be a link to several different recipes you can, you know, use it for. So, but for this, you need one and three quarter cups of self rising flour and a cup of Greek yogurt. Um, and just, you know, sift your flour if it's lumpy. Um, but otherwise, uh, just mix everything together and, uh, you know, make a nice ball of it, and when you get ready to use it for, say, a pizza crust, uh, put it on some parchment paper, spread it out in a big circle, and load it down with your favorite toppings. So,
2: all right, well that that was easy. So now now that we've gotten food out of the way, <laughs> let's get back to the meat of the matter and uh, talk about another cocktail. Not not your favorite cocktail, obviously, but one you can certainly try.
0: I pick the raspberry mojito, even though I I said differently earlier. I am a big fan of mojitos, um, and this one is perfect for summer. It need you need raspberries, a lime, granulated sugar, some mint, some ice, some white rum, and some sparkling water. So, and this requires a little bit of uh, muddling of berries and lime, and bruising the leaves on your mint. But the uh, the instructions for it will be in the show notes. So, and along with my recipe um, for the crust or for the dough, there will be a link in the show notes for a page that has several different uh, recipes using it to make, you know, the pizza crust, the bagels, the naan, cinnamon rolls, etc. So, so you can uh, have a nice mojito with some pizza or something. So.
2: Okay, give me one second here. I'm trying to get my etherpad to where I can see it. Zooming in yeah, one word at <laughs> a time. time. <laughs> <Is> that- Door.
0: <laughs> Sucks to be ancient and blind. <laughs> All on.
2: right, so my whiskey selection for this weekender is the Heaven's Door Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Heaven's Door Straight Bourbon Whiskey is distilled and aged in Tennessee for a minimum of six years in new American oak barrels. The Sour Mash distillation process is non-chill filtered bottling and non-chill filtered bottling. Allows this mature whiskey to remain consistent as well as creating reliable flavor profiles that come from being aged in single-story warehouses. The Heaven's Door Bourbon is distilled and aged from a partner distillery in Tennessee. This whiskey is a true bourbon, however, not a Tennessee whiskey which means the product did not undergo charcoal mellowing, also known as the Lincoln County Process. So some deets there. So I did some looking. We have a mash bill of 70% corn, 22% rye, and 8% malted barley. So kind of high on the rye, but you don't really notice it. At least I don't. It's bottled at 92 proof or 46% ABV. Comes out of Nashville, Tennessee. I don't know if uh, Bob Dylan lives in Nashville or what, but... That's where, his, that's where his whiskey comes from. <laughs> the color on it is copper. It's definitely a copper color. And it's got some of his, like, metal artwork on the bottle. So it's kind of a cool-looking bottle. If you've uh, ever seen Heaven's Door, you know exactly what it looks like. Uh, the nose on it, I I did I checked several other sites and uh, did the tastings myself, you know, going along with what other people thought they got. And uh, with a, only a couple of variations, I, I got what everybody else did. So on the nose, you have orange. Or orange peel or orange zest something like that caramel strawberries and cream honey and oak all very very nice on the taste caramel buttered bread cherry and vanilla and on the finish a nice caramel brulee vanilla pepper spice and a slightly drying finish with a, a lingering sort of peppery heat which is really nice because this takes all that sweetness and kind of devolves into a sort of nice peppery spice and then when you go back the process repeats over and over again so you get a really nice whiskey and uh, I'm really enjoying this I think I think this might be the first one I actually I'm going to rate higher as a neat option over the over the old fashioned it's it's a really good old fashioned but I don't know. Neat, it's really good. Let me take one more sip here. Yeah, that's really good. That's sweet into the peppery. I'm really digging that. So uh, it's got a nice age on it. It's got a nice color. It's got a nice finish, nose, taste. It's all good stuff. Can't really complain. Uh, the bottle runs about $55 for a fifth. I got it on sale for a little over 40 So you can find it cheaper than 55 if you look hard enough. There are other expressions in the Heaven's Door line too, like a rye and a double barrel uh, whiskey, I think, and some other stuff. But uh, this is this is just a straight bourbon, and it's really really good. I, I would highly recommend it. I'm gonna give it, I'm gonna give it a 92 as a uh, as a neat offering. And let me take one more sip of my old fashioned here. It doesn't take to the old fashioned quite as well as some of the other stuff that I've had. So I'm going to give it a 90 as an old fashioned, but still very good, very, very good. All right, well that's all I've got for the Heaven's Door Straight Bourbon. So what do you got, Bill?
3: Yeah, I'm having the uh, uh, Peerless Kentucky Straight Rye Whiskey, and uh, this is something I picked up uh, on my Dayton trip or whatever Hamvention trip. <laughs> peerless Straight Rye Whiskey is a uh, well balanced, bolstered by sweet tones of maple, brown sugar, and light citrus sweetness, finished with a hint of oak. No burn on the throat, but my wife will disagree <laughs> with that. <laughs> she tried some just uh, before I came down here, and she said it burned all the way down. <laughs> She's not really a whiskey drinker, though, is she? Uh, I mean. You know, she, she drinks one-on-one, um, so, but she has it with Diet uh, Coke always. Fair she enough. drinks it straight. So. <laughs> uh, due to the carefully unique distilling process, Peerless offers a smooth taste that stands out from other ryes. A palatable sipping rye to be savored with friends and family. Uh, this particular bottle was uh, bottled at 107.2 proof, which is 53.6 uh, percent ABV, and it is on the spendy side. It was eighty dollars. Um, um, it's 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 very good, but I would say for the money, I would stick with the Rossville Union, <laughs> the Rossville Union Rye, which is uh, which is very good uh, in the uh, barrel proof and in the. Uh, I think they have a. Do they have a bottle and bond or something like that? I believe 50? so. Yes, they have a fifty as well. Yeah, the fifty is good too. So i I wouldn't spend I wouldn't spend eighty dollars again for this. <clears throat> I mean, it is good, but like the Rossville is is great too, and so. and, and much less money. <laughs> yes, and yeah, much less money. Yeah, so you can enjoy more of it, and uh, for sure, it's uh yeah. I mean, you scored it. What, yeah, like, something, something, high, or something yes. crazy like that. So. <laughs> Yeah, it's very good. It's a very good rye. So, uh, this one would probably do well as well. But uh, for the money, it sort of takes takes a back seat, I think. Um, but it, it it's pretty good. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm enjoying it and mostly done with this bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Not mostly, but
2: let's say a good way, good way through it. All right. Very cool. So, we just got a couple more things to wrap up here. The first thing is announcements and feedback. I only have one announcement, and that is that I have moved our mailing list over to groups.io. I will be adding everybody into there. So if you want to find us, just look for LHS at groups.io. And if you've already signed up for the mailing list in the past, you're going to be added automatically. So you don't have to do it again. And uh, that's, that's all there is about that. There will be mailing list traffic again soon, and I don't have to manage it anymore, which is going to save me some time and effort. And that's kind of what I was hoping for. And then we have three bits of feedback. I'm not gonna go through all of the feedback because some most of them required responses. So I emailed the, the people the responses, but I do wanna mention the folks who, who sent us email. Uh, the first one we had was from Mark Bonanno. He sent us some topic suggestions for our mystery topic wheel. And I put them in there. None of the ones he chose were picked tonight, but uh, they will be picked in the in the future at some point. So thanks, Mark, for sending in those suggestions. And if anybody else has suggestions, please feel free to forward them along, and we'll include them on our wheel for sure. And then I got an email from Jim Dirksen, who uh, visited us at Hamvention and wanted to know how to to deal with the ISO file that you download of our distribution from the website. And I answered him about uh, how to get Rufus from rufus.ie and do the burning process and boot from there. So thanks, Jim, for stopping by, by the way, and also for uh, emailing us, and hope you uh, enjoy the distribution. And thanks for listening, uh, if in fact you are listening. <laughs> no, no guarantees there. But and finally, I had an email from Rob Marsh, who was one of the people who visited me at the Smart Camp Fest a couple of days ago, and he had a question about how to listen to the show through Podcatcher. And so I emailed him back with instructions. And several different ways he can, he can listen to the show, whether direct from, like, Google Podcasts or from the website or using a podcast app. So, so that's all we had in the way of feedback. Thanks, everybody, for sending in that feedback. And uh, if anybody else has any uh, comments, suggestions, questions, please let us know. Info at LHSpodcast.info is where you send that, and we'll be happy to respond. And then we're down to our new subscribers, supporters, and Live show participants. So we'll bring Cheryl in here to finish that off. Hopefully, she's still connected to the Etherpad.
0: I am still connected to the Etherpad. So the first on our list for subscribers and Patreons is Richard Pestinger and Jordan Epps. On Facebook, we had Tom Hillary, Donald Allen Sr., Jimmy Duvall, Darren Wagenbach, and Pat Goodyear. Nobody joined us on Twitter this week. On YouTube, we had James Dinsmore. On Discord, we had Coyote. We had W-A-U-F-O. We had K-F-Zero-J-B-M, which, excuse me, W8UFO scott excuse me, and wf 0 gbm which, or J-B-M, excuse me, which was Jordan.
2: K-F-Zero. Uh, you you oh, said W-F-Zero, but. Sorry, that's okay. You said it right the first time, and then yeah, wrong the second whatever.
0: time. Yeah. <laughs> um, for merchandise sales, we had Hi. And we had Steve, and on the live chat, we had Steve, KA7HVT, Ed, N2XDD, Darren, BK6EK, and Steve, KJ5T.
2: All right, very good. Well, that brings us down to the end of the show, and I I think um, we may still be streaming, but I don't think we're getting any more interaction out of Discord because of whatever network problems we're having. So I think with that, we should just go ahead and wrap this one up and say thanks, everybody, for tuning in to this 90-second edition of The Weekender, episode number 470 of Linux in the Ham Shack. We appreciate you all downloading and listening to the show and supporting us whenever you can. And Steve in the chat said we're still up, so that's good. (laughs) So hopefully we won't have these issues in episode number 471. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We hope you have a great week, and we'll catch you for the next one. This has been episode number 470 of Linux in the Hamshack. I'm Ross K5TUX.
0: I'm Cheryl, W5MOO.
3: And I'm Bill, NE4RD, 73.
1: Thank you for listening to this episode of Linux in the Hamshack. LHS is a community-sponsored podcast. Our website is located at lhspodcast.info. You can support the podcast by visiting the LHS Patreon page at patreoncom lhspodcast or by using the contribute list on the homepage. We have a presence on Discord, Facebook, IRC, Twitter, and YouTube. You can also drop us an email at info@lhspodcast.info, at or leave us a voicemail at one nine zero nine LHS show. That's one nine zero nine. 547 7469 visit the online lhs merchandise store at shop.lhspodcast.info for fun and fashionable show themed merchandise until next time remember to always heed your hedonism